Well, hello, it's Thursday, it's seven o'clock. That means it's time for one thing, Phil. Do you know what that is? Comic relief. Comic relief, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. I see us more, yeah. I see us more as uh, Open University than, than, uh, than Comic yeah. Relief. What, Open University Relief? <laughs> Whichever kind of relief you're, you're aching for at the moment, we will supply that relief. Yes. Over the next two uh, hours. Right here, right here on Have You Heard This? Right here on Wolfman Radio. Yes, it's all here, hey, it's all going on. It is, and we've got a chat room, do you know, Phil? We've got a chat room. And inside the chat room, people can join the chat room and they can talk to us in the chat room via the media of chat. <laughs> By the media of typing on the keyboard. Exactly, exactly. Or their, or you, their phone. How it works is you go to wolfmanradio.com, right? And you go to, you, there's a chat room button. You click on the chat room button. And then you think of something to say. You type it out and it appears in the chat room. And then we get to see it. We get the reply, and it's like interactive. Hey, that's hey, isn't that clever? It's genius. It's, a, it's a, we're trying it out at the it's minute like to see how well it works. Modern day technology. It is. It is. I, I think it could catch on. I reckon this time next year, most people will have chat rooms. But it, you know, we're like trailblazers, as you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> <sighs> why have I wrote that? Oh yes, I've just remembered why I've wrote that down. Is this something you've thought of today on your way home? No, I thought <laughs> you're going to be disgusted now. Some of these subjects, I actually thought of them whilst we were on air last <laughs> night and wrote them down. Is that why you kept losing concentration last night? Yeah, because I was, I was actually, I was actually preparing for tonight last night. Oh, do you know? What, tell you what, I haven't done yet, Phil. Tell you what, we haven't done. We haven't put any background music on. Oh, there you come go. on, man. Got some little chirpy little... This is chirpy background. <laughs> That's a plane at the minute. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what, what are we... What time was starting? Oh, I reckon we've got a good... Well, you know what we like? It was pointed out perfectly clearly to us. We're just not funny or interesting at all for the first 20 minutes. So I reckon wow. if we start really? if we start at about 20 past. I think that's some of our best stuff <laughs> the first 20 minutes. <laughs> just opinions, aren't there? Everybody's got one. Um so have you been apparently there's a massive, massive swell of people buying stuff off uh, Amazon and websites and stuff. You've always been into that, haven't you? Oh, I'm like uh, very much at the forefront of technology, and um, and I do spend a lot of money on rubbish. <laughs> but I tell you what, <laughs> one of my daughters who lives here probably keeps ASOS in business every day. What, ASOS, ASOS what do they sell? Clothes. Oh, clothes. Every day, I'll get like a couple of packages. ASOS packages delivered. Oh, yeah. Diane manages to like for all for all we've never been out for a year a year now mm. we've never been out to a pub or to a gig any for a year. Ben still manages to buy new clothes every week. I don't know what she's doing with them. With with my daughter, I see lots of new clothes being delivered, but I never see the washing machine on. 
Some think you just like wears it <laughs> and then just like and then just buy something new to replace it. Uh, well, is ASOS one of those five pound day? Uh, I think it's kind of cheap, thing. but I don't think it's five pound. But it's I think it's reasonably priced. Because they were like those are all brew ha ha about them, wasn't it? About the fast fashion clothes. Ah, I like eh? Primark fast fashion. How it's bad is for that the environment. Is it fast fashion? Bad they for the environment, apparently. Because you just use it once and then chuck it away. Hey, the way I see it, right? <laughs> it's the way I see it. Someone's got to keep those sweatshops in business. God, yeah. What would those? What would those kids who saw trainers do? Otherwise? Exactly. What are those six and seven-year-olds going to do if they haven't got the the, the money coming in? <laughs> from Primark if they haven't got those Nike trainers to sell to soap well I'm just what I'm thinking is do you know shops are complaining that um, the internet is driving them out of business but wasn't wasn't the catalogues before shops you would you mm-hmm. wouldn't go to a shop to buy something you'd buy it off the cat with the back out of the catalog and then obviously yeah. the catalogues went out of fashion and shops come, came into fashion and every week yeah exactly Give them like. Oh, imagine just saying the innovations catalog, but the innovations catalog's excellent, though, isn't it? No, it's, got it's not innovation. Futuristic it's hi-fi gadgets and stuff. Some bargains, or another one you mean? I can picture it. Yeah, never mind. We're never going to remember. That's really, really, really rubbish stuff they have in Wish. That you buy on Wish, uh, like but cardigans I... and incontinence pants and that kind of stuff. No. <laughs> What? That one's the um... <laughs> or incontinence cardigans. Can you get incontinence cardigans? So <laughs> incontinence cardigans. <laughs> just what a cardigan you? that you just stretch down and round, and it's got <laughs> oh, like a big sort of stop you sweating. A series of strings off. and pulleys. <laughs> <laughs> the keys catalog or the Littlewoods catalog in your. In your house, uh-huh. if you dropped it on the floor, right? <laughs> Where would it open? <laughs> yeah. Well, mine would open probably at like the uh, hi-fi gadgets, tape recorders, record players. I was I was into that kind of stuff when I was at that. Your yours would have been opened at the the uh, the bras and pantyhose section, wouldn't it? <laughs> Women in the the women in the underwear, <laughs> obviously. It's a matter of yeah. Yeah, mine was all high fives and uh, so when you were when you were thumbing through your uh, your mum's catalogue, did you just mm-hmm. like were you did you open it carefully at the bra page so it wouldn't better like, wear better wear that's the one so that it so that it wouldn't fall open at the bra page <laughs> or did you did, were you not bothered. Um, I can't remember. I honestly can't remember that. <laughs> I can just remember those models in the bras and pants. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Dude, a lot of them, a lot of them, doing your famous model pose. Oh, well, you've got a way more famous model pose than I've got. You and your Aldi bag. <laughs> no. You- you always used to, well, I do mean model pose. You always used to ask that with your, with your, your sort of, sort of, um, Bruce Forsyth, but resting your foot on something. Yeah, that was good. I'll be honest, that was good. 
Yeah, I reckon we should start the show soon, you know. Yeah, I do as well. Resting your foot on the better wet and clean easy. Them are the two. I think wow. the one I'm talking about, clean easy. It's not the one clean I'm thinking easy. of. The one I'm thinking of is a proper old person's thing. And it literally sells like long johns and cardigans and, yeah, and um, walking sticks mm-hmm. <laughs> and zimmer frames and incontinence pants and everything in between. <laughs> what in bet- What do you wear in between a pair of Cotton's pants? Um, oh, what's that called? That's called. Can't remember what's that uh, well, called. Can I just can I just say that Phil Madges has just confirmed something that we've often suspected? Do you know we've we've said before on the podcast and on the, on the shows we do, Madges has done every job conceivable. Mm-hmm. He's, just the, he's just said he just said in the Ooh. chat room, I've sold better wear. <laughs> <laughs> It's literally just confirming every stereotype we've got of him. <laughs> oh. Dear, dear. So, so that's catalogs covered, more or less. Wait, do you want to take... we still need to find out what that what that one was called. What that one's called. Ah, you, well, uh, well, I asked um, Clean Easy. Clean Easy is the one I was thinking of with the things, with the the chains for your for your feet right well that that's your job is to is to try and remember what that was right um, i've got a little game for you phil okay we're starting right we're starting the podcast uh, well it's it's uh where what time is it it's it's quarter past i think we, we've made them suffer long enough haven't we go on we've, we've, we've reeled them in now we might as well start. The hooked, the hooked now. They can't go anywhere. We've we seen them. Well start, We've seen we them might in the as chat well start room. Take a lot under courage now. <laughs> right. So I've called this game "Dead or Alive," which is why I'm playing this lovely little cheeky flouncy music in the background. Basically, I'm going to give you a person's name, and you're going to tell them tell me whether they're dead or alive or not. Well, whether they're dead or alive, <laughs> not whether they're dead or alive or not. <laughs> Because that would be too easy. Well, Baz has already answered the first one, him being ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, well done, Baz. He's got the first one. He's got the f- well, I'm not going to say whether he's got it right or wrong, but uh, he's already given me his answer for the first one. So the first one, Phil, and you can play along in the chat room. The first one, Phil. Yep. Mel Brooks. Ooh, Mel Brooks. I think he's still alive, Mel Brooks, isn't he? Mel Brooks is still alive. Aged ninety-four. Yeah. Ninety-four, still as funny. Still absolutely, as funny. Absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up is Willie Nelson. Dead. Willie Nelson's dead. Willie Nelson is very much alive. At, is he? <laughs> well, last time I checked, which was this this afternoon. <laughs> so unless you know something I don't, Willie Nelson is eighty-seven and still rocking. Uh, now, what about how's about Little Richard? Oh, very much dead. Oh, you're very much dead. I mean, he died last very year. Much I think. Dead. Very much dead. Very much dead. Dressed in his in his women's clothes. Alrighty. Yeah, he died. I think it was last year at 87. Bit of a tranny, Little Richard. I think, looking at my list here, I think 87 is the new 27. By the way, quite a few people died at 87. <laughs> Uh, alrighty, how's about Dion Warwick? 
awake. Ooh, I'm gonna see you dead. You're not Phil, you're, you're knocking these you're burying these people way before the time. Um <laughs> Dion Warwick is alive. And she's eighty. Yeah. She's eighty, yeah. Can I just see back up a little bit to where you were before where you started? Okay. Is Mrs. Robinson still alive? Mrs. Robinson. Who Mel Brooks has married you? You're gonna have to give me more. Mrs. Ro oh, what's up? I can't remember her proper name. But you played Mrs. Robinson in The Graduate. Oh, um. Craigie. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, Buzz. I can't remember her name. Oh, yeah. But you remember Mel Brooks. Yeah, Mel Brooks is uh, still. She was every a bit of when she was younger. Mm. Right, next up Bob mm -hmm. Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Alive, alive. Bob Hoskins is dead, mate. Bob Hoskins is dead. He's no, brown he's bread, mate, and he's brown bread. No, Hoskins. He's not, man. He is. He's dead. For seventy-one, he died, mate. A couple of years ago, isn't it? You've got that. You've got that mixed up with somebody else. I'm. I'm, I'm not <laughs> proclaiming to be any good at accents. I do one accent, and that's Geordie, and that's about it. <laughs> not the accent. The actual person. I'm talking about. Well, Google it, Phil. Google it. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins is dead, mate. Okay, and while you're googling that, uh, Kenny Rogers. Dead. Kenny Rogers is dead. He died uh, again, not fairly recently, aged 81. Mm. Now, what about Eric Idle? Eric Idle from the dead. Monty Pythons. Dead. He's not. He's alive. Oh, dead. He's he's alive. He's very much alive. He's 77 and he's alive. And finally, mm. you've honestly you've killed so many people tonight and brought a few back to life in your defence. Um, finally, David Prowse, the guy who plays um, um, Darth Vader. David Prowse. Dead. Died not so long ago. He did. He died very recently, aged 85. Uh, so yeah, there you go. But the <laughs> that was. Did you, know, uh, that was actually, did you know David Prowse did all the voice for Darth Vader? I did know that. <laughs> they couldn't use it. Did. <laughs> I wish they had though. <laughs> It would have been hilarious, uh, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? <laughs> Look, I am I'm your father. Because he was from uh, Bristol, funny. Some, Somerset. Somerset. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> uh, we've just found another I... accent I can't do. <laughs> I am your I am your father there, Luke. So Baz is popped up and said even... he's dead. But I have no idea who he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm guessing he's talking about David Prowse. Yeah, David Prowse. Yeah. Is, uh, dead. So there you go, Phil. You've um, you didn't do awfully well. I reckon you got about half of them, maybe less. I don't even think I did that well. No, I was. Hey, I was trying to be kind. So there you go. That was uh, dead or alive. I know for a fact was doing this and doing. Well, I don't don't do it so much now, but I would have the camera on for the for Facebook Live. Oh yes. And within five minutes you forget that's there and it's on. <laughs> on oh well yeah, on. I remember I remember I forget the, the mic on a lot of the time. You know this for a fact. 
the funniest one ever was when you, when you choked live. Oh, that was terrible. It wasn't funny at all. It was absolutely brilliant, I Phil. Die, I was literally watching you die on Facebook. You were literally well, choking to death. But the funny thing was... You rushing over to see if I was okay. Or when I watched it back, them. you could see the moment when the thing had got stuck in your throat and you're like, oh, something's got stuck in my throat. And then it was like five or ten seconds later when you started to panic. Oh, I must have watched that 20 times. <laughs> oh, thanks. Chew your food, kids. Chew your food. There's a lesson there. I think it was a, a mint imperial. <laughs> Just, like, I shouldn't laugh because it was really bad, but honestly, Phil, it was hilarious. Straight into the lung. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'd been any sort of mate, I would have phoned Diane and said, Diane, you better go upstairs. Phil's Phil's having a spot of bother. (laughs) God, can you imagine if you had died? That video would have gone viral. viral. You would have got all the fame you crave for. Wolfman Radio would have been like, boom. (laughs) Oh, God, it would have been up there with Smooth and Heart and all these things. Somebody died alive on air. Yeah. Get an interview. <laughs> Might just would have been interviewed by Piers Morgan. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> there we go. Right, so, you've heard of Abercrombie and Fitch, haven't you? Yeah. Do you know what they, the first thing they sold was? Let's see. Abercrombie umbrellas. Not umbrella. I tell you what, you're not a gazillion miles away. You're not close, but you're yeah, not a million. Course. There certainly, it certainly wasn't clothes, which is what they said. Wasn't that? No, it's not. Anybody in the chat room want to hazard a guess what Abercrombie and Fitch sold first? I mean, just think of the name of the company and the sort of vibe you get from the from the company. What did they sell before they got into the clothing business? Hats. Good guess. I can see where you're coming from with a crumbie bit. Brushes. It's not. They, Abercrombie and Fitch got started selling guns. Guns? Guns. Well, you know you know why I said fit, uh, said brushes, don't you? No. Because a Fitch is a small brush. Is it? That's what a, that's what a painter calls a small brush. A oh. Fitch. Right. Oh, so you that was some insider trade knowledge there, eh? Right. Next, on, the next one I've got is Lego. What did Lego sell or make or produce before they struck upon the idea of selling brilliant blocks? Mm. I've probably seen this on a Lego documentary. Maybe, maybe. I can't remember what it was. But they're like... So some sort of moulded plastic thing, I would have thought. No. No! It wasn't plastic. Cigarettes. No, no, I mean, it's not a bad guess, but... They started off making wooden toys. You know, like wooden push trains and, and like wooden things that you pull on strings and that kind of thing. Old wooden 
ancient wooden toys is what Lego started with. Uh, that's, that's a good, good piece of knowledge, that. Yeah, and do you know what? Now, wow, the money they make. Yeah. Well, do you realise that the, the, um, their share prices have gone through the roof during lockdown? Oh, I'd imagine so, yeah. Yeah. Because of, mainly because of the adult sets they're selling now. I mean, the genius thing they did was, I don't know, 20 years ago when they, when they thought, you know what, let's make like things specific for Star Wars and stuff like that. That I think oh, that yeah. was the single point where they became ginormous. Buying the licensing for Star Wars was just a genius move. Oh, absolutely genius. Right, Back okay. Next one I've got. On. Next company is Samsung. What did Samsung make first before they made phones and televisions and everything else which two brothers isn't it I don't know could be <laughs> Sam and Sung two Chinese brothers I mean it, it might be <laughs> um, Samsung, or one Samsung. guy who used to sing a bit Samsung oh, oh hey um, before the, the, the we'll see we'll see playing cards oh oh it's not it's not it's it's noodles <laughs> Samsung started in business making and selling how, noodles how do you make that leap I don't know it's a good question how do you go from noodles to uh to phones that explode. How do you do that? Well, I think this is me thinking out loud, sort of styly. I think chewing gum was what they made, but they didn't make it as chewing gum. They made it as something else and then thought, oh, this is chewing gum. <laughs> no, yeah, you're in the wrong lines. Ah. Isn't that not right? Uh... Well, I'll, I'll put you out of your mystery. Wrigley's started off by making soap. Yeah, I think I was right, though, in, in me. What, they, they tried to make in soap, me. and then they ended up making chewing gum by mistake? Uh, yeah. Uh. Okay. I'm sure I've heard that somewhere. All right, my last one is... Yeah. My last one is Nintendo. Playing cards. Yes. Now, did you know heard that? that somewhere. Oh, you've heard that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Nintendo started before. off by making playing cards. I didn't, didn't realise it was Nintendo until you you went ooh before. That's when I say what I said. Samsung. You went ooh. Did I sound just like that? Did I sound all like um, Flouncy when I said it? Yeah. This, this is a, a political thing, this. That uh, guy, that guy that nearly brought down the government during the summer. Cummins. Do you remember him? Yeah. 
He brought down the government and single handed, single handedly, probably killed hundreds and hundreds of people because they all decided, well, lockdown's over because oh. he was. He, Phil, he killed thousands of people. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you seen what he said now? I mean, well, I, it was all the government's fault. <laughs> just don't ever, don't ever bank on him being loyal. <laughs> oh, he's proper turned on them, hasn't he? Oh yeah. I, I honestly, I honestly believe he's responsible for thousands, if not tens of thousands, oh, I of deaths. Do Oh, I he's do. listening. I do. Oh, God, yeah. Come round here, I'll sort them out. You could take him, Phil. Slap him. I've, I've Slap seen him right up the field. Oh, honestly, I've seen him. You, uh, could, I, you could take him with fight. one hand tied behind your back. I bet he would fight like a girl. You know, like them. <laughs> like how the fight on um, Bridget Jones. Is it Bridget Jones, really? Can I just point? Can I just point out as our as our PC and woke correspondent at Wolfman Radio, you're not allowed to say fights like a girl anymore. I just point that out. Oh, God. What do you mean? I'm not even allowed to say you skit like a girl. Well, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to wrap my head around. Is that a, is that a compliment? Is it an insult? I don't know. It's the first thing that came into my head. Mm, okay. See, that's your problem, Phil. Listen, listen. There's nobody listening, right? I'll tell you. Don't just say the first thing that comes into your head. It's not always a good idea, right? Always. Well, you need... Yeah, but... But... Listen. Listen. Shh. Shh. Listen. But... Nine times out of ten, it's funny. Yeah, and, and the one the one time out of ten when it isn't, you're gonna get strung up for it. <laughs> and that's where we get the sponsorship from. Oh, the funny Right, the companies that sell ropes. <laughs> that where yeah. sponsorship would be. <laughs> <laughs> See, how offensive is that? You're gonna about me. <laughs> we were talking about this. Yeah. Right, I played that as a little music bed on the groove on Sunday, Phil. And uh, you said, oh, I've got a story about that. So, fill us in. Mm. <laughs> right, so. That obviously the theme from Tales from the Unexpected. Yes. And the message I sent to Grimbo was, I once told the kids at school... <laughs> But that was my mom dancing at the start of Tales of the Unexpected. The naked woman dancing. And, <laughs> and, that's, believed us for and, that, and that just brought so many questions to my head. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so first, let me just rattle through some of these questions, right? First of all, did the kids believe right. you? Did the kids believe yes. you? Or did they think, God, that mm-hmm. Phil doesn't half like spin a yarn? 
no, they believed you. Believed us. So secondly, I think did, so. Did your mum look like that? No. <laughs> so why Stupid. did the kids believe you? These kids had never met your mum, right? Do you? I have no idea. What the situation was, right? Somebody had phoned up um, a Saturday swap shop or one of those things, and they got through to swap something, to swap their their marble mayhem for, and they wanted an action man or something, right? right. So that was like, oh, yeah, they've been, they were on the, they were on the telly on Sunday. They were doing, they were on Santa swap shop. So then that escalated, and every kid had us. Oh, I, I bumped in, <laughs> I bumped into Irvin Natras in the shops. In case you didn't know, Irvin Natras, very famous <laughs> Newcastle player in the seventies. One for the kids there. I bumped into Irvin Natras when I was shopping in Newcastle. Blah, blah, blah. And this, like, escalated. And they were all, like, kids in the first year of the seniors doing one-upmanship. So I thought. <laughs> Children were expected to have been on the night before, so I just thought, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> it just, I only told one kid. I went, that, that. But you know, Tilda were expected. That's my mum dancing at the start. But eh? What? Oh yeah, when she was, when she was young, she did that. She did that, and they filmed it for that program. Did you have loads of kids wanting to be your <laughs> friends the, so they can come back to your house? By the end of the day, it was around the school. It only lasted a couple <laughs> of days. Then somebody, somebody <laughs> wet their pants or, right, you know, or a dog got the, the, the yard. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that was it. it was right, can you imagine if one of those kids you told had gone back and told his mum or his or his dad, and then suddenly his oh, dad would be sniff, sniffing around your mum, <laughs> and then all of the probably all of the did. other mums are all like bitching about your mum. Oh, you know, she, oh, she used to like she she used to be a stripper or something, or she used to be a uh, some or, kind alternatively, of. Alternatively, would have went. Don't be so bloody stupid. And they would have gotten the hairy side of the dad's <laughs> hand. Which is more likely in them days, isn't it? <laughs> Don't be so stupid. Yeah, well, Any more questions? I've got no no further questions, Your Honour. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. But like I say, it only lasted a couple of days. And then, like you say, a dog got in the yard or... A kid wet his pants or something else happened and the, the focus was off me. Right, Phil. <laughs> Phil, it's time for Judge Phil. Okay? Come on, then. Bring it on. Are you listening carefully? Bring them in. I'm Bring them in. in. And anybody else in the chat room can also make a judgment on this. Okay, you ready? An Iowa man's foul flatulence may have led to a violent domestic dispute and later his arrest. Christopher Ragsdale allegedly choked and headbutted his girlfriend for protesting his horrible fart. He was booked by Wichita Falls Police and charged with assault. Shortly after 2pm on January the 5th, law enforcement was dispatched to Cranbrook Lane on the southeast side of the city regarding a domestic dispute. 
The woman victim, who wasn't identified by authorities, told responding police officers she was relaxing in the living room at a friend's house in with Ragsdale when he allegedly dropped a potent methane bomb. When she objected to the unpleasant scent, Ragsdale allegedly became enraged and began attacking her. Christopher Ragsdale PD, Christopher Ragsdale Fort Oyer, Richard Falls Police Department. She told Christopher that his fart smelled horrible and he got mad and grabbed her by the hair and pulled her to the ground, the arrest report claimed. Ragsdale then allegedly wrapped his arms around the woman's neck and began to choke her. She told investigators she could barely breathe. The woman's friends, who told police she was at home at the time of the assault, unsuccessfully tried to intervene and said an irate Ragsdale was shouting and got in the victim's face before headbutting her in the forehead in the home's hallway. The woman's friend phoned police a short time later. Wichita Falls County Judge set Rags, Ragdale's bond at $10,000 on Monday, according to online court records. Right, so Phil, assuming that he's mm-hmm. guilty of that, what do you think an appropriate sentence would be? Right, well, first off, the second part of that is like just a no-go. You don't do that anyway. He wants a good hard kick in the nads. Is that his punishment? Several times. No. That's just for grabbing his wife by the hair and that. Just proper booting up the nads for that. But the first part, the part that, the part that started all the trouble, right, that's where we're going to go. So what he needs to do is, First of all, he needs to get a pair of those charcoal impregnated underpants. Do they exist? Yes. I'm sure yeah, I've they heard are. that somewhere. I'm sure I've heard of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We looked them up, didn't we? I'm sure we've, t- I'm sure we've touched on them before. <laughs> <Ta-da>. <laughs> so charcoal impregnated. Right. And he should be made to wear them. So obviously he needs a few pair, which he will have to pay for out of his own pocket. Then he will be banned from eating curry. Why did that? Why did that? Um, get the impression this guy was Irish. I don't know. Um, it's Wichita Falls, which I think is Kansas. Uh huh. I'm sure you mentioned Irish or Ireland at the start of it. Nah. It might just be my accent. Um, I'll tell you what I found <laughs> yeah, interesting in that. It's totally different to mine. It said, she so, told investigators that she could barely breathe. And I'm thinking, well, <laughs> that's like a good thing, isn't it, at the time? The choking. <laughs> so when they said that, what the investigators should have said was, well, your husband isn't very good at choking people, is he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if he'd been any good... You wouldn't have been able to breathe, pet. So anyway, charcoal, charcoal pants. Um, Banned from eating no curries. Curry, yeah. No guineas. No, no, no stout of any kind. Um, and banned, banned from eating any sort of roughage. Well, that, seems, that seems a fair judgment. So a few a few swift kicks to the nads as, as punishment for what he did to his wife, and then going yeah, forward. Uh, hang on, hang on. 
the kicks to the nads. You don't just go kick, kick, kick. That would be waste of time. That would you might as well just do it once. Kick to the nads. Wait. Wait. Wait for a decent length of time for recovery. Then, when recovery happens, then another kick. Right. Oh, that's what you want. Right. Well, I think that I think nobody could argue that's a very fair and well deliberated um, decision. <laughs> easy, easy for you to say. I wish it was. Yeah, yeah. So, can't argue with that, mate. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So there's your judge, Phil, for this week. Right. Do you want a guessing game? Oh, I love these guessing games, Phil. Right. It's another girl. It's another girl's name. Guessing game. Right. And I changed the name of this guessing game. I'll tell you what the original game wa- name was. But I changed it to Chaser and Chasey. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I can see where this is going. Right. Originally, the name of the game was Stalker and Stalky. But I thought, in the light of news at the moment, I thought, hmm, no, we'll yeah, change that. Yes, good. So, See, you, Phil, I think all, you're waking up all the time every every week. These are all girls that I've actually pursued, uh-huh. or have pursued me so if if they have pursued me they are a chaser mm-hmm. if they have if I have pursued them they are a chasee I get it right. I get it right got that yes so what you have to do is work out which is which I'll give you a little tip <laughs> one list <clears throat> one list is longer than the other list. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I can see where this is going. Carry on. Right. So, um, the first one, Cherry. Oh, Unusual you you were, you were chasing Cherry. She, <laughs> yeah. Cherry was the chasey. Mm-hmm. Heather. Heather. The the same. You were chasing Heather. Yes. Yes. Come on, Grimbo. Yeah. Come on, bring him on. Um, Annette. Ooh, now, Annette. I feel very much like... (laughs) And I find it... I can't believe I'm even saying this. But I believe firmly that Annette was chasing you. Yes, she was. I just had a feeling that was the case. I don't know why. Now, Fiona. Fiona. Oh, was sorry, also, sorry. What were you saying? I was going to say, how is it you can just tell what someone's like by their name? Does it? Does a person grow no into idea. the name they've got? Like somebody Fiona. called Cherry was never going to chase after you. Right, you know. Fiona, Fiona, I also think, you know what, Fiona, Fiona, I think you were chasing Fiona. Yes, that's correct. Four for four. 
June. You were chasing June. No. What? June was chasing after you. Yeah. Oh my god. June, what were you thinking? <laughs> hey. She's only a lady. She's only a lady. Which was she was only a girl at the time. <laughs> yeah. You were, you were a fully grown man. She was a girl. <laughs> This all happened. I'll just back up a this, <laughs> all this is where you're just covering your tail now a little bit, yeah? Yeah. This all happened between me being sort of <laughs> 14 to 18, I would reckon. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we've got uh, Beverly. <laughs> um, it wasn't my sister, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I always thought my sister had better... I'm going to say that uh, you were chasing after Beverly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we'll go Christine. Christine, Christine. Again, I can't... I think you were probably chasing after Christine. No, you're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong, Christine. <laughs> proper, proper stalk me, Christine. She was like, used to turn up at places where I was, not <sighs> nightmare. She was, and the last one, Julie. Oh, Julie. You, you were chasing Julie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm happy with that. Was that two from eight? I got wrong. Six Two from eight. eight. So you yeah. got six right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was our little guessing game. I've, <laughs> I've run out of there. Uh, You've run out run of females out of... in your life now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got something I want to nice, talk about, yeah. Phil. Come on then. Now, Matt, last week, as you know, we forensically covered ASMR, and I think we. Oh, this... Thing again. Well, you know, well, this is this is something different. This is something different, but we are, we need to cover this in the same sort of depth that we covered ASMR, right? <clears throat> this is called lexical gustatory synthesia. Easy for you to see. It is lexical <laughs> gustatory synthesia, right? Now, anybody in the chat room know what lexical gustatory synthesia is? Right. Well, I'm sure I don't. I'm going to let us lex- lexical. Lexical. Well, Gust- that's something to do with writing. And letters. Okay. Words. In other words. Mm-hmm. Well, next bit. Gustatory. Stomach. Yes. Synthesia. Synthesia. Syn... Synthesia. Is that something to do with eyesight? No. Syn- think synthetic. Uh, Synthesia. M- m- making synthesia. things. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. right, so anyway, you're, you've almost got it. Lexical words, gustatory to do with mm-hmm. eating, and uh, synthesia, like making things. Basically, what it is, 
in a nutshell, it's the ability to taste words. And uh, I've heard of this. Yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a few things about it. I was reading this article, and it was it was this this girl, and she said, for me, the best tasting names and words are Charlie and Aisha. Both of them taste of whipped cream and strawberries. The worst would be Code. It tastes rubbery and of beetles. I have also tasted words and have tasted of blood as well as metal and venison. So what I have, Phil, I have in front of me mm-hmm. um, 10 words and what this girl thought that this word tasted of. Now, if anybody can play this in the chat room, I'm going to give you a word and I just want you to like just digest the word and just think about the word and just what is this word? What do you taste when you hear this word? All right? You mm-hmm. get me? You get me? You get me? Now, the first word is oblige. What does oblige taste like? Oblige. Anybody going to taste for the word oblige? Phil? No. No. Oh, you're going to be so good at this. So when she hears the Um, word oblige, anything? Like green, green vegetables. Right. Well, this girl said oblige. Broccoli. Garrett says tangerine. This girl says sweet porridge mm-hmm. for some reason. There we go. Sweet porridge. No. That's what she says. Sweet she's, porridge. She's, she's not. She's not tapped in properly here. Like right. The next porridge. word. Next word is left. Left. What does the word left taste like to you? Is that it? Left. 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 Something. Something with a sharp taste. <laughs> Ooh, really? Like. Like a, mm, like a lemon or a lime or a really bitter orange, you know, like a citrus fruit. Right. Well, this girl, when she hears the word left, it tastes to her of mm-hmm. chips. What? Chips. When she hears the word I left, she gets the word, the feeling of chips. Anyway, the word glass. Glass. What does glass taste of to you, Phil? Ice cream. Mm. Glass. 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 Ice cream. Interesting. She says saliva. What does saliva taste of? She's not tapped in her like. Well, I'm definitely not. Guessing that. Right. So the word judge. What is the word judge, Phil? What do you what do you taste when you think of the word judge? Judge. Judge. Um, um, a nice, a nice sort of a chili flavour. All right, I'm, like, I'm just hoping that by by you'll you'll stumble upon the same word that she's come up with she's come up with for that one she says stale bread so judge to her tastes of stale bread okay let's rattle through the last few we'll rattle through them quickly so lotion um, what does the word lotion taste like um lotion lotion tastes salty she says blackcurrant milk 
what does the word Michelle taste like? Think, that's not even a thing. Eh? Hang on, hang on. That's she's, not even a thing. It's probably American Black to have things like that milk. over there. What does the word Did Michelle you? taste like to you? <laughs> Was it on my list? <laughs> Did you stalk us? <laughs> uh, Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> this is stupid. This Michelle. A, a nice a nice corned beef. <laughs> she says cold metal. Right, we've only got a couple more, right? Yeah. Cherish. What does the word cherish taste like? Oh that's strawberry milk, that's easy that. She says fabric shoved in her mouth. And I'll give you one more, the last one. What, what, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. What's going What is actually going on in her life? Where oh, people well. are shoving fabric <laughs> in her mouth? It puts a lotion in the basket. Right. <laughs> okay, the, the last one for this. Good one, Grimbo. People. The word people. What does it taste like? Um, <laughs> no idea. It tastes like the glue on an envelope. Oh, no. Apparently to her, it's the smell of aeroplanes. What? So there you go. So I'm, you I'm clearly don't suffer I'm from lexical like gustatory synthesia. Yeah, well, I've heard um, there's a lot of the famous, really old style, old school artists like Raphael and Donatello, and I'm not just naming turtle for your mind. They could taste the colour. Mm. I sometimes have a thing that's where that's what they said as well. Mm. I sometimes have a thing where, and I'll, and I'll sometimes say it: this, this smell this tastes like what something else smells like a, co a common one would be this thing i'm eating now tastes like what a doctor's surgery smells like i often get yes. that kind of thing uh -huh. like a very like a oh, scientifically scientifically medically taste and smell yeah but the, it could be i could be eating like an Indian meal and it'll just like yes have an uh -huh. Indian meal. Like, yes I know exactly like what you mean because oh, okay. oh, that's not just me then I like there's a, um, a strawberry a strawberry milkshake that, that for, I can't remember which one it is from one of the big major supermarkets as I think it might be and that's got that it's got a when you drink it straight out of the bottle it's got like it smells it's got like disinfectantly smell from the from a doctor's surgery or a dentist hey, I, I tell you what we haven't done yet Phil we what? haven't done this nope didn't work anyway I should that should have been the, the Dutch fact of the week jingle oh, we haven't done the Dutch fact of the week right do you want this week this week's Dutch fact
it's spring again, I'll bring again. Dutch fact of the week. Come on then, what's this week's Dutch fact? The Dutch consume the most licorice in the world. They eat around two kilos per person per year. That's about 32 million kilos of licorice. And it says uh, there are well, shops put, all over the Netherlands. Must keep them regular. <laughs> well, yeah. Because uh, it does that. To you, it? Apparently, there's 80 different licorice. kinds of drop, which apparently is the Dutch word for licorice. Do you think, because it'll be old news by next week, so we'll do it now. See how long this feels. <laughs> do you get the. Did you see about the new briefing room that they've built? Yes, I have nine, seen that. I have seen it. Street. Two point six million yeah. pound. Yes. Right. Well, I was just before we came on here. I was working it out. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me and Kelv right, to do that at three hundred pound a day, right? That's three hundred pound each per day over five years. You would still only spend only spend one million and eighty thousand pounds. That's two men for three years. No, five years. Sorry, two men for five years. What the hell have they done with the money? I saw a, um, a like a spoof thing about this, trying to explain where the money had gone, and apparently the rent the, the rent the flags is four flags. The rent and the flags of Dominic Cummins at five pound per flag per day, <laughs> and that that Lovely amounts rate. to some of it. Um, the chair, the chairs must be gold plated. How on earth you could spend? They, they just say these num- These are just numbers now, aren't they? They just say these mm-hmm. numbers like we're supposed to go. Oh, yeah, that cost that much, did it? Well, yeah. you get two men for five years on three hundred pound a day, and that's working three hundred and sixty-five days. Oh yeah, that's no days off. Ah, but you've got to—I mean, have you factored in the cost of pasties or pot noodles into that? Because you've hey, got expenses, haven't you? And and of course, you would have to have the internet fitted, internet fitted, so you could uh, you could listen to the latest breakfast. Obviously. So the other thing, of course, is if you're working for how long did you, three years? Have you factored in the cost five, of five, five years? years. Have you factored in the cost of hotel rooms? Because you're not going to be commuting, are you? Yeah, but you're getting three hundred pound a day. Yeah. I know, but a London hotel I'm wouldn't like, you wouldn't yeah, get much out of three hundred quid. But five year, right? Five years. <laughs> that's still only just over a million. Just over a million. That still leaves a million and a half to play with. How much are the are the the setup for the cameras and sound and what have you. Yeah. Come on, you know about that sort of thing. Ah, well, I don't know. If I'm honest, I don't know. A million and a half. Well, like I said, you're looking at um, at least two hundred pound a night hotel. Yeah. But I, yeah, but it's just say that. See, um, two hundred pound a night each for a hotel. So that would take it up to five hundred pound a day. 
500 pound a day. That's still not even going to touch the sides of two and a half million. Nah, not really. What the hell? <laughs> I, honestly, I have no idea where the money is uh, is gone. It is, the thing is, the thing is, it's not their money. It's ours. It's your money. It literally, you've uh-huh. paid for that, Phil. I know. And I never even got a chance to to, to quote for it. <laughs> or something cheaper than that. How much would you charge for that? For looking at it. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I don't see. I don't know about the tech. What tech the fit? Forget the tech. We're looking at. We're looking at um, some cladding on the walls. We're looking at painting a couple of walls. We're looking at find the podium. And, and four flags and a, and a, I don't know, 20 chairs. Four and flags. Carpets. <laughs> carpets. Carpets. I, mean, I want your best price, even, Phil. I want your best price. Even, right, even half a million you would have change. You? Definitely. I'm think, I thought you were going to say about six grand. Oh, yeah, probably. Probably you're talking about nine, ten grand. But like half, a, if you if you said to them half a million, and then you know, we'll we'll half a million, and then that'll give us a contingency fund for anything else, and then the two million we'll just spend it on, we'll just waste it on women, and <laughs> white, fancy <laughs> girls. Phil. Oh, we're off. Yeah, right. see you later. Bye. See you later. Bye, everybody. Enjoy your evening.